Welcome to Pure Doctrine Today, a short podcast long on truth for the race to know Jesus. The Bible Study Ladder, Episode 8. As we think about our observation of a passage of Scripture, that is, what the author says, one of the important observations we need to make is the type of literature the passage is in. We've said that before, we need to re-emphasize it. When we recognize the type of literature, is it literal or figurative, historical narrative, teaching passages, poetry, and more, we need to remember certain important keys that help unlock the, the meaning, what actually the author is saying in each type of literature. We continue this episode looking at poetry and prophecy. Poetry uses much figurative, descriptive, symbolic language because it wants to create certain images in our mind. It's often highly emotional because it wants to stir up and evoke our feelings. Is there sadness? Is there that sorrow? Is there great gladness? Is there concern? Is there a sense of the need for repentance? We're not to read Scripture deadpanned. It is to affect us in every way. Hebrew poetry also uses parallelism for reinforcing, for contrast, for emphasis. That is, Hebrew parallelism is written so that the second line of a verse usually is related to the first line of a verse in one of several ways. First of all, it might restate or explain further the same truth just using different words. For example, Proverbs 9.9, give instruction to a wise man and he will be still wiser. Second line, teach a righteous man and he will increase in learning. You see, line two adds to the thought of line one. Or it may, call, it may state cause and effect, a good cause and effect. Proverbs 16.3, commit your work to the Lord and your plans will be established. That's a good effect from committing your work to the Lord. Or a bad effect, Proverbs 5.22. The iniquities of the wicked ensnare him, and he is held fast in the cords of his sin. So line two adds to the thought of the first. Hebrew parallelism also makes contrast and comparison. So listen to Proverbs 10, 4 and 5. A slack hand causes poverty, but the hand of the diligent makes rich. He who gathers in summer is a prudent son, but he who sleeps in harvest is a son who brings shame. So there's contrast there between the slack hand and the diligent hand, etc. Note, in parallelism, always be sure, this is what you want to do when you're looking and reading Psalms or Proverbs, etc. You always want to be sure to understand how line two relates to line one. Now, keys for observation of prophecy. Prophecy uses a lot of symbolic, figurative language because it's communicating God's message of judgment, blessing, and his future plans. Here's an example, a well-known example, Isaiah 40, verses 30 and 31. Even youths shall faint and be weary, and young men shall fall exhausted. But they who wait for the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings like eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. We'll continue with keys for observing prophecy next time. Thanks for listening.